bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's foreign trades declines narrowed in August. The major lenders lower rates on existing first-home loans. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's import and exports reached 27.08 trillion yuan during the first eight months of 2023, down 0.1% year-on-year, according to the General Administration of Customs on Thursday. Between January and August, the country's export grew by 0.8% year-on-year to reach 15.47 trillion yuan, while imports were down 1.3% year-on-year to 11.61 trillion yuan, latest customs data show. In August alone, the country's foreign trade declined 2.5% from a year earlier, but expanded 3.9% from the previous month, the data showed. The country's export shrank 3.2% year-on-year last month, while import went down 1.6%, with the pace of declines both easing compared with those registered in July. In the first eight months, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations remained China's largest trade partner. China's trade with ASEAN countries rose 1.6% year-on-year and accounted for 15.2% of the country's total trade value. However, the figure in August fell by 13.25% compared to a year earlier, marking the fourth consecutive monthly decline. China's trade with the EU fell 1.5% from a year earlier, while its trade with the US declined 8.7% year-on-year during the January to August period. Its trade with countries along the Belt and Road rose 3.6% year-on-year. A breakdown of the data showed China's export of machinery and electronic products, which accounted for 58% of total export, increased 3.6% during the period, with the export value of automobiles surging 104.4% from one year earlier. The Jakarta Bandung High Speed Railway is a successful example of developing countries in the region working together toward modernization. Visiting China's Premier Li Town said on Wednesday when inspecting the China Indonesia Cooperation Project. Li took a test ride Wednesday on Southeast Asia's first high speed railway, which begins operation today. The railway connects two Indonesian cities as part of China's Belt and Road Infrastructure Initiative. Li rode a train from Halim Station in eastern Jakarta to the next station in West Java's Caravan City, a 40-kilometer distance that took 11 minutes. The railway will begin commercial operations on October 1st and will cut travel time between the two cities from the current three and a half hours to about 40 minutes, according to China National Railway Group today. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. The Hong Kong Science Park on Thursday opened its new branch in Futian, Shenzhen, in a move to turn the area into a hub for innovation and technology in line with the country's plan. Hong Kong Chief Executive John Lee said the new Shenzhen branch will accelerate the development of the Hetao Shenzhen Hong Kong Science and Technology Innovation Cooperative Zone. Peter Mock, head of the Greater Bay Area Division of the Hong Kong Science Park, said the new branch has welcomed 16 companies and around 30 to 40 enterprises are expected to join in the next two to three months and to reach around 50 by year-end. 
Next on industry and company news, China's cybersecurity regulator imposed a 15 million yuan fine on the country's largest academic database for violations in handling personal information. The operators of China National Knowledge Infrastructure CNKI, and 14 related apps violated the principles of collecting only necessary personal information with consent, the Cyberspace Administration of China said Wednesday. It also failed to disclose rules of collection and use of information to users to provide the function of account cancellation and to delete users' personal information after account cancellation, the CAC said. China's internet giant Tencent said it will unveil an artificial intelligence chatbot today. The Shenzhen-based company published a post on WeChat yesterday to drum up hype for a two-day summit. The post featured a demo conversation a user had with an AI chatbot, which helped the user write promotional materials. The company also added a new mini-program named Huanyuan 8 to WeChat, although it remained inaccessible to the public as of yesterday. China's first 5,000-meter-deep high-temperature geothermal scientific exploration well, built and operated by Sinopec, has begun drilling in Haikou, capital of Hainan province. The drilling of the exploration well will help find the formation mechanism and potential of geothermal resources in the surrounding area. Lead the development of geothermal resources exploration and development technology at middle and deep layer levels and enable the large-scale development of geothermal resources in dry hot rocks, Sinopec said. U.S.-based new energy vehicle producer Tesla celebrated a milestone on Wednesday as its Shanghai Gigafactory produced its 2 millionth vehicle. It took 33 months for the Tesla Shanghai Gigafactory to reach its first 1 million vehicles milestone, but it only took 13 months to progress from 1 million to 2 million. Xiaomi kicked off trial car production less than a month ago, media reported Wednesday, citing a source close to the Chinese tech giant auto business. During the trial production phase, Xiaomi will turn out about 50 vehicles each week, the report said. Xiaomi is hiring staff at its auto workshops in China's capital city, planning to take on about 100 people, and has very strict experience requirements, according to a recruitment firm working for Xiaomi Auto the report said. Cattle, the world's biggest maker of electric vehicle batteries, further reinforced its commanding position in the global market for electric vehicle batteries in January to July, swelling its market share to almost 37% after use of its EV batteries surged 54% from a year ago to 132.9 gigawatt hours. Figure published by South Korea's SNE research showed BYD, China's EV and battery giant, ranked second with a battery loading volume of 58.1 gigawatt hours, a 94% surge. Its market share rose to 16% from 12.3% last year, and a combined market share of the six Chinese companies in the top 10 list was 63%. Switching is financial news. Four of China's major state banks said on Thursday they will start to lower interest rates on existing mortgages for first home loans, reducing them to levels in place when a home was purchased. In the Australian Commercial Bank of China, China Construction Bank, Agricultural Bank of China, and Bank of China issued separate statements announcing the planned reduction. 
The adjustment will come into effect on September 25, they said. Currently, the national floor for first home loans stands at 20 basis points lower than the benchmark lending rate five-year loan prior rate, currently at 4.2%. 17 of the 42 listed Chinese banks have lowered the salaries of their employees in the first half of the year, six more than in the same period last year. The biggest monthly salary decline was implemented at Bank of Shanghai as the average income of its staffers fell 22.5 percent to 35,700 yuan, according to financial data platform Wine. China Merchants Bank was the highest-paying lender in the first half, granting employees an average monthly salary of 53,600 yuan, down 2.4 percent from the same period last year. 42 listed Chinese banks spent 466.2 billion yuan in salaries in the first half, an increase of 3.4% from a year earlier, which was nearly half of the rise in the same period last year. And wrapping up a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks finished well down on Thursday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite falling 1.1% and the Shenzhen Component dropped 1.8%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index lost 1.3% and the Tech Index sank 2%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.